Welcome to KathleenWitten.org. We believe that Kathleen's message will inspire you, encourage you, and give you a fresh perspective on life. Now, here's Kathleen. Jesus says, anyone who does not carry his cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. And if I look at a snapshot of Jesus saying that, I can just see his disciples' mouths drop. Because see, back then they knew what a cross was. And it wasn't something pretty that you hung from your neck. It wasn't something beautiful that was a stained glass window. They knew that a cross meant sacrifice. And that's what Jesus says in Luke 14:27. If you are not willing to carry your cross and follow me, then you can't be my disciple. So what does it mean to carry our cross? You know, I hear people say, well, I just got this bad sickness and that's my cross to bear. Or I just have trouble with this one area of my life. It's a sin in my life and that's my cross to bear. But that is not your cross to bear. That was Jesus' cross to bear. Jesus bore sickness. Jesus bore our sorrows, our shame, and our sin. If you read Isaiah 53... Starting in verse 4, or you read Matthew 8:17, or you read 1 Peter 2:24, you'll see what Jesus' cross was to bear, and your cross is not the same. So I have to ask myself, what is my cross? What is your cross? If Jesus says, I have to pick up my cross and follow him, or I can't be his disciple, then I want to know, what is my cross? And as simply as I can put it, what I believe truly my cross is and your cross is, is love. It's loving. And it's loving what I don't want to love. And it's giving up my rights in order to love God and to love others. Bearing my cross, carrying my cross, is giving up my rights, dying to my rights in order to love God and love others. And many times it means for me when my will crosses God's will. And that's painful. Because I come to that crossroads, no pun intended, where my will is going pretty strong in one direction. And I have a right to be appreciated. Or I have a right to be right. Or I have a right to be offended. I have a right to be angry. And God says, hey, you know what? Don't let the sun go down in your anger. And I can find my will crossing with God's will, and I know that is my cross to bear. If you don't pick up your cross and follow me, you cannot be my disciple. And so I think it's interesting that our cross is to love. And you know, love always involves sacrifice. Always. And God even tells us the definition of love. 1 John 3.16 says, This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. And it doesn't stop there. It says, And we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers. See, love is our cross. Love is where I'm willing to lay down my life for God and lay down my life for you. And I think it's so amazing how that really means to lay down my rights. I have to lay down my right to be offended. I have to lay down my right to not love you 
If I'm going to love God and I'm going to follow Him, that's my cross to bear. My cross to bear is not, well, you know, I have this bum knee. That's my cross to bear. My cross to bear is I am called and you are called as disciples of Jesus Christ to lay down my rights. I have to lay down my right to be angry with you just because you're angry with me. And I think it's amazing how many of us, you know, if I asked for a show of hands in this room and I said, you know, if push came to shove and you were in a situation where you needed to die for Jesus, would you do it? And I think most of you that love God and know that Jesus is the Son of God would say, yes, if push came to shove, I would die for Jesus. I believe that Jesus is the Son of God and I would die for Him. That's love. Yes, but will you die for Him every day? Will you die to your right to be right? Will you pick up your cross every day? Will you die to your right to have judgment against other people? Because the Bible says, do not judge. Those who judge will be judged in the same way. Ow. Will you die to that? See, that's picking up your cross and carrying it. It's a willingness to die to our own rights in order to love God and love others. Carrying your cross, a willingness to die to my own rights, a willingness to sacrifice, because love is always sacrificing, in order to love God and love others, because that's what I'm called to do. That's what you're called to do. They asked Jesus, what's the most important commandment? And he said, to love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul and mind and to love your neighbor as yourself. I think it's so significant that Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15, 31, I die every day. I mean that, brothers. Does that mean that Paul physically dies and is resurrected every day? Does that mean that he literally dies and then the disciples have to gather around him and raise him from the dead every day? You know what he's saying? He's saying, I die every day to my right. I die every day to my right to hate people. I die every day to my right to be right. I die every day to my right to be offended. I die every day to my right to be appreciated. That's the cross that Jesus wants us to carry. And he says so specifically, you cannot be my disciple unless you're willing to carry it. Carrying your cross means dying to your right to be self-seeking. In 1 Corinthians 13, 5, it says love is not self-seeking. We have a right to be self-seeking. Matter of fact, most of us, including myself, I have a nature to be self-seeking. You know, Lacey is naturally less selfish than I am. I know that comes to a great surprise to most of you. But I have to die to my right to be self-seeking. And so do you if you want to follow Jesus, if you want to carry your cross. Philippians 2, 3 through 5 says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, conceit but in everything. With humility, consider others better than yourself. I wonder how many churches are teaching that. You know, part of carrying your cross is considering other people better than yourself. 
considering their time valuable, considering their families valuable, considering their interests valuable, consider their feelings valuable. And Jesus has taught me and changed me to do that and is changing me. That's part of carrying your cross. It's not walking in some place and going, well, who's going to talk to me? And who's going to be nice to me? And who's going to look out for me? It's saying, God, I so trust you to take care of me that I want to help take care of them. It's dying to my rights. It's carrying my cross to consider others as better than myself. Each of you should look out not only for your own interests, So he's not dismissing that we have interests, but he's saying, look out for your own interests, but also look out for the interests of others. Your attitude should be the same as Jesus Christ. You know, carrying our cross means dying to our rights to be right. That's a huge one for me, because I like to be right. Any of you like to be right? Any of you have a hard time not trying to just get the last word in on an argument? I'm the only one. That's sad. You are so holy. You know, I mean, the Holy Spirit constantly is saying, just don't say the last word, just don't say the last thing, just don't say the last thing. It's going to, say, it's going to, it's going to cause another argument. Just don't say that one last thing. And I can feel myself, you know, should I pick up that cross and carry it and, and not try to be right, or do I want to get in that last thing? And sometimes I get in that last thing and it causes a whole other argument. Do you know that Lacey and I have been known to argue about who should apologize first? Because I always have to apologize first, and I am not lying. I really do. (laughs) I always have to apologize first. And granted, I start most of the fights, but that should have nothing, nothing, nothing to do with it. It's just because I'm more verbal. If he was more verbal, he would start more fights. You know, it's dying to our right to be right, even. I don't think when we get to heaven, Jesus is going to say, okay, you had the right doctrine, and you didn't, and you were smarter, and you knew um, the answer to this. Come on in. He's going to say, did you love? Well done, good and faithful servant. We've got to die to our rights to just be right and, and to be argumentative and, and to assert our rights. We have to die to our rights in carrying our cross to entitlement. You know, in certain places, in certain cities, in certain churches, there is a real spirit of entitlement. And as we just read in Philippians 2.3, the word says to do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourselves. Die to that attitude of, I'm sorry, we sit here. Just entitlement is not carrying our cross. And part of that for me is even dying to my right to be appreciated. That's big. That's huge. That's carrying my cross because lots of times we feel like we have a right to be appreciated. And we get irritated and, 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 and full of um, indignancy and anything but the love of Jesus. It's not the love of Jesus. When I knock myself out and fix a beautiful meal and no one says anything and I'm really irritated. Or when I come home from work and I'm exhausted and I'm the head of a household and not everyone in the family comes up to me and says, oh, Dad, you're just, you're amazing. Thank you for being our provider. 
and we get irritated. You know, we have to die to our rights to even be appreciated. Sometimes it's at work. Sometimes it's just the company we work for and we think, my gosh, I've worked here for 30 years and I'm so not appreciated. All that we do are to do unto the Lord anyway and part of our carrying of our cross is dying to my rights to be appreciated. Part of it is dying to my rights to be approved of. When we started our ministry, I had one dear friend tell me, I don't think that women should be teaching men. And I have to die to my right to defend myself. I have to die to my right to be approved of. And my only thought processes, which I didn't say to her, were, well, tell the men. Because I didn't plan on teaching men. I don't even teach. I just present the Word and the Holy Spirit is the teacher. He teaches. We have to die to our rights to be right and to defend ourselves and to be approved of. And that's hard. It's hard because a lot of us have a people-pleasing spirit and we have to die to that to carry our cross. In order to follow God's will for my life, I have to realize and you have to realize that people are not always going to approve of you. They're not going to appreciate you. They're not going to agree with you. They're not going to help you. I was walking this morning and I saw an amazing, giant, beautiful hawk. I called Lacey on the cell phone. I said, you've got to drive over here. Grab Storm, throw him in the car. Maddie had already gone to church to sing. I said, you've got to see this hawk. And he was just by himself, just beautiful, up on a telephone pole. And I thought, you know, I always see like little pigeons on the ground and they're always cluttered in groups but eagles and hawks the majestic birds fly alone and God didn't call us to be pigeoned together with a bunch of people he called you to be separate and do your own thing according to his will and to carry our cross and to follow him we have to die to needing everybody's approval I call it the people-pleasing pilot syndrome because I think it's interesting in Mark 15, 15 that it says specifically, quote, unquote, wanting to satisfy the crowd, Pilate handed Jesus over to be crucified. Pilate crucified the Son of God to please the crowd. And I want no part of that. I don't want to crucify Jesus to please the crowd. I don't want to miss out on God's plan for my life to please the crowd. And part of carrying our cross is just dying to the right, not only to be right, but dying to the right to be appreciated, dying to the right to be approved of, dying to the right to defend myself. And that's a, that's a huge one especially if you're in any kind of a position that's at all controversial. It's just so great to not even feel like you need to say anything. It's such a relief. And it kind of just makes the fire die out if you say nothing or you respond in love. We have to die to our right to our reputation. We have to die to our rights to be offended. You know, Matthew 10.8, 
I think is a great scripture about when we get offended because we get offended and, and, and we feel inside, well, I have a right to be mad that you said that. I have a right to feel mad at you. I have a right to not love you. No, you don't. Matthew 10.8 says, just as you have been freely given, freely give. And we pray in the Lord's Prayer, Lord, forgive us as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. When Maddie was a little girl, I even put it on an email and I saw it circulating through the Internet, which was so surprising to me. When she was a little kid, she used to pray, and forgot, Father, forgive us for our trash passes, as we forgive those who pass trash against us. See, you are going to have people pass trash against you, say things that aren't true about you, or infer things about you. But that doesn't give you permission from God to do it back. See, picking up your cross is not passing trash against those who pass trash against you. Because picking up your cross means that you're loving. You're following Jesus. It's a sacrifice. And the beautiful thing about it is the more you do it, the more easier it becomes. Carrying our cross means we can't live according to our feelings. That's a huge one. That's a huge one for me. That's a huge one for women. But it's also a huge one for men. The Bible says in um, Hebrews 10.8 that the righteous will live by faith. And that is an amazing scripture that encompasses so many things. Hebrews 10, verse 38 would be a great scripture to memorize. The righteous will live by faith, not feelings. See, because I don't feel like forgiving you. I don't feel like being nice to you if you've hurt me. I don't feel like blessing you if you've cursed me. I don't feel like accepting you if you've rejected me. But to carry my cross, I have to give up the right to live according to my feelings. I have to live according to faith. I have to give up my right to be in a bad mood. I'm just going to pause right there for a little while. Because see, when we've had a tough week or a tough day, or if we could at all possibly blame it on our hormones, I guess I'm talking to women, we'll just say, but I have a right to be in a bad mood. But see, part of carrying our cross is giving up our right to be in a bad mood. I can't be in a bad mood just because my back is hurting. I have no right to mistreat someone else because I'm exhausted or I'm hurting, that's carrying your cross. I can't imagine that Jesus ever really got real cranky with his disciples. Can you? Can you imagine his disciples going, hey, just, you know, steer clear, the Lord's really, really, really in a bad mood today. But we give ourselves excuses. And that's not to say that we aren't going to experience feeling in a bad mood, but I'm telling you the truth. I'm learning and I have learned that I can feel like I'm in a bad mood and no one will know it. I can feel that I'm unappreciated. I can feel that I'm tired. I can feel that my back hurts. I can feel like I want to react shortly to someone. And it's usually someone in your family. 
and no one will know it because I know that the righteous don't live by feelings, they live by faith. And what's amazing to that is the more I choose faith, 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 God's way, God's way, God's way, carrying my cross, the more God changes my feelings. And my life changes. We have to give up our right to anger. We have a right to be angry. And anger is a normal feeling. And in sometimes, if, if we don't react with anger, I think there's something wrong with us. So the Bible doesn't say, thou shalt not be angry. The Lord says, don't let the sun go down on your anger. What does that mean? Do you still feel angry? Yeah, probably. What that means to me, though, is, Kathleen, you've got to give up your right to it. And that's what we say so often. I know that I should forgive, but I have a right to be angry. Give it up. See, carrying our cross is giving up my rights. It's dying to my rights so that I can love. That's carrying it. Ephesians 4.26 says, In your anger do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you're still angry. Part of carrying my cross as well is picking and choosing who to love. I have to give up that right to pick and choose who to love. The word says in Luke 6, 32 through 36, If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do that. But love your enemies. And not only that, do good to them and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great and you will be sons of the Most High because He is kind to the ungrateful and wicked. Be merciful just as your Heavenly Father is merciful. Carrying your cross in order to be a disciple of Jesus means giving up your right to pick and choose who you will love. You have to love those who don't love you back. You have to do good to those who don't do good to you back and who may even do bad to you back, who may trash, pass trash to you back. But your reward in heaven, and really even on this earth, will be great. I sometimes wonder what rewards we miss out on just by not loving the people in our lives that we choose not to love. From withholding our spirits to people and from not loving those people that are hard to love. I heard someone one time say that some people are a thorn in the flesh. Have you ever heard that term, a thorn in the flesh? Yes? This person said, some people are a thorn in the flesh and some of them are the whole bush. But we still don't have a right to not love them. Carrying my cross is saying, God, help me to love this person who has wronged me. Help me to love this person who irritates me. Help me to love this person who slandered me. Because carrying my cross means that I love sacrificially. And what these scriptures are saying in Luke is, hey, you know what? Anybody can love those that love them. That's no big deal. 
But the Bible says that they will know we are Christians by our church attendance. No. They'll know we are Christians by our bumper stickers. No. They'll know we are Christians by how many verses we've memorized. Let's hope not. They'll know we are Christians by our love. Because we've picked up our cross, we've given up our rights, and we love. The Word of God tells us that faith comes from hearing and hearing the Word of God. It's one of my favorite scriptures, Romans 10:17. And one of the things that I think is so important is to realize that if we want to carry our cross and to follow Jesus, we have to give up our right to stay spiritually immature. You know that you have a choice to stay spiritually immature and to kind of hear and hear and hear but never really change, never really hold yourself accountable to anything you have heard and to kind of have an attitude of, well, that's just the way I am. And that's not picking up our cross and carrying it. Picking up my cross and carrying it says, I lay down my right to be spiritually immature. Because, you know, there's going to be a lot of people in heaven that received Jesus as their Lord and Savior, believed He was the Son of God, but they never grew up on this earth. They never fulfilled the destiny that God had for them. They never loved people in the capacity that they could have. They never changed. They never got free from the things that God wanted to free them from. They never, ever grew up. Paul says in Hebrews 5, 11, through 6, 1, we have much to say about this, but it's hard to explain because you are slow to learn. In fact, Though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you the elementary truth of God's word all over again. You need milk, not solid food. Anyone who lives on milk, still being an infant, is not acquainted with the teaching about righteousness. But solid food is for the mature who, by constant use, have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. Therefore, let us leave the elementary teachings about Christ and go on to maturity. You know, one of the greatest signs of immaturity to me is when a Christian doesn't care how their actions will affect someone else. They don't care. And they have an attitude, well, I have a right to do what I want. I don't care if it bothers somebody else. I have a right. You do have a right. But picking up your cross and my cross is dying to your right in order to love someone else. You do have a right to be mad. You do have a right to shun that person. You do have a right to be offended. You do have a right. But love is dying to your rights. In 1 Corinthians 10, 23 and 24, it says, Everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible, but not everything is constructive. Nobody should seek his own good, but the good of others. And I think about that today, and I think, you know, are we as Christians constantly considering other people as better than ourselves? And are we as Christians constantly seeking the good of others? Or do I just have an attitude of, well, I have a right. Who cares? Even in the little things, it matters. 
I'm over 21. I know that comes as a shock to most of you, but my mom's laughing. Nobody else is laughing. (laughs) They think, is she serious? I have a right to go and buy tons of alcohol at the grocery store. I have a right. I'm not going to be arrested. And there have been times that Lacey and I have helped throw a party and, and, and they've said, well, would you go and get this and this and this? And I thought, I have a right to do that, but I don't want to do that and I don't do that because I don't want someone else to see me buying tons of alcohol and then saying, well, she teaches the Bible and it causes them confusion. There are things that we have to lay down that we have a right to do because we don't want to hurt someone else. And those of you that know me know I'm not a, I'm not a drinker anyway. But that doesn't mean you don't have a right to. In, in the, the world that we live in right now, the whole attitude is, well, it's my right. It's my right to do that. I deserve to do that. I'm entitled to that. I should have your appreciation. I should have your approval. This is about me. And carrying our cross says, it's not about me. It's about Jesus. Carrying my cross says, I die every day. Just like Paul said, I die every day. I die to my right to defend myself. I die to my right to be right. I die to my right to not forgive you or to forgive you. I need to do. I die every day. That's carrying our cross. That is our cross to bear. And that is love. Love dies every day. Every day. Love is a sacrifice. John fifteen thirteen says, Greater love has no one than this, that he lay down his life, his rights, for his friends. Would you die for Jesus? I would. But the Holy Spirit keeps asking me, but Kathleen... You say you die to Jesus, but you need to die to your right to be right. You need to die to your right to be appreciated. You need to die to your right to be approved of. Would you die for Jesus? You need to die to your right to be angry. That's carrying our cross. And they'll know we are Christians by our love. And that's love. When my will crosses God's will and I say, not my will, but your will be done. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, please, please, please help us. Please help us to pick up our cross and to carry it and follow you. We desire to be your disciples, we desire to make a difference on this earth and to glorify you in all that we do. And I can see in my own life places where I've asserted my own rights and my will above yours. And where you're not being glorified because I am asserting my rights. 
God, help us each day to die. Help us each day to die and to give up our right to be anything other than what you desire for us to be. Father, let us get our appreciation and our approval from you. Let us get our direction and our acceptance from you. Father, our love from you. And Lord, let us have a sacrificial attitude towards others as we carry our our crosses in believing that they are even better, that we defer to you that love is a sacrifice. Please help us to be hawks, to be eagles. God, I'm reminded that chickens run around the farm together, but eagles fly alone. And God, I just ask you, for every single one of us here, young or old, that we would be an eagle for God, that we'd be willing to fly alone and die to our rights to fit into the crowd, to please the crowd, die to our rights to speak back and um, do anything that would be unpleasing to you. And we ask this in Jesus' name. We hope that you've enjoyed Kathleen's message. To order a copy of this and other messages, please call us in San Antonio, Texas at 210-822-5500 or toll free outside the San Antonio area, 877-397-7773. That's 1-877-397-7773. Visit our website, KathleenWitten.org. K-A-T-H-L-E-E-N-W-H-I-T-T-E-N.org. Thank you.